Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fin Factor. I'm Paul. I'm Aaron. And this is episode number 198, I believe, correct? Yes. We had the wrong graphic there. That's okay. Um, but Aaron, uh, I, I'm, I'm back. The seat is still warm. I want to say thank you so much to uh, Devereaux, who guest hosted uh, last week with Aaron, uh, really helping us out while I was gone in Orlando. Hashtag bring back Devereaux. Uh, maybe we'll have to hashtag bring back Devereaux. How's it feel? How's he it did well. Yeah, he, <laughs> he did well. He did oh, great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Same because of Marshall. Yes. Yes, yes. Marshall. For those of you who don't know, when, when Aaron was uh, gone in a previous season, we had Marshall stand in for him. So now it's my turn to be a hashtag replaced. So there you go. Yeah, no, it, uh, it feels okay because I'm back. So we're, we're, we're good. So there you go. Um, going to burn me like that, huh? It's That's too how easy. We're gonna go. It's too easy. All right. Hey, I apologize for the uh, the hair sticking out the back here, but I was going to get some uh, hair gel from Aaron. He ran out back in 1999. So um, there you go. Back at you. Anyway, <laughs> um, Aaron, we just got done watching the uh, the LA Kings uh, and Sharks play, and this was uh, magnificent for me, mainly because of the way that it ended. Not even so much the fact that the Sharks do pick up, what is it, their 11th win, 12th win? Do you call that a win? It's a win. Really? It's a, it's, it's a shootout, what? Win. So it's a win. I'll take it. They get two points at the end of it. Uh, but it, it's what happened at the very end that made me very happy. And we'll get to that in just a second. But let's go ahead and go through that game first. We did have other games in the week. But since yeah. this just happened minutes ago, I think it's more relevant to just start there. So, uh, Sharks in L.A. Now, it kind of screwed me up a little bit because I saw the Sharks wearing their teal. And my <laughs> mind went, they're at home. Yeah. And uh, when we scored, I didn't hear any goal horns. I didn't hear, I heard nothing. So it was uh, a little confusing for me at first there. But uh, yeah, the the Kings wanting to wear the chrome domes, uh, they stick with the the white jerseys when they do that, I, I suppose. I really don't like those. I don't like them at all. It's. I mean, are they trying to compete with Vegas with their gold? The gold and silver? Well, I'll tell you what. They did compete for uh, ugliest uh, <laughs> helmet possible. They're so shiny. They're like mirrored. I think they're actually worse than the gold ones. I, I don't know. They're equally bad. I think if you have chrome helmets, like it, that chrome yeah. color, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, or color. But that, that shine, that reflection, that to me is just wrong. Do you think the Sharks would ever do a teal chrome? I, I, I mean, I hope not. Would you like that? I know. I, I would not. I Would, would you not change like your tune? I would not change my tune. What, what do you mean? What if they were orange? No. Because no, you no, like no. the all orange. It's, if I can see my <laughs> reflection in the helmet... That's it's no, 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 thank you, no, thank you. Um, yes, as your producer Jason has put on the bottom there, if you uh think you're gonna like the show, because uh, you probably will, go ahead and hit the like button just now, okay? Don't have to worry about it later on, just do it now that you don't forget, it's good. Uh, also, so you don't forget, hit that subscribe button, uh, so that way you know when we're going live. Just uh, sometimes we go live after a show like this, I don't know, there's the clown things too. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Aaron, what you got? Uh, you're gonna need a, a, a cookie icon there because people are reminding us in there, and Debbie is here, that Ooh. one more win and the Sharks are playing tomorrow night against uh, the New York Rangers scheduled loss we'll get to that later but um, <laughs> if the Sharks win tomorrow we're getting cookies that's, buddy that's three that's three in a row I thought wait what, what happened I thought it was seven somebody said seven last time yeah and then we said you know it's the Sharks it's, it's, seven yeah. is a little unreal trying to be a little real okay three three game win streak I think it was seven game losing streak and a three game win streak okay right alright so one way or the other well, I mean we hit 11 and we hit 12 sevens we for do losing have- we do have points in the last three games. Yeah. That in itself, I don't even know if it has happened this season. I didn't look through the entire season, but it sounds like it hasn't happened. Pretty uh, <laughs> pretty solid for the Sharks in terms of picking up points and whatnot. Now, not solid for ultimately where we think we're going to be at the end of the season and what we're looking forward to. Uh, but, you know, again, there's going to be streaks here and there. The Sharks are not a very good team this season, obviously. Being able to go on these small little runs uh, is a good morale booster, especially with Logan Couture coming back this week. He's played a couple now. I kept saying when Couture comes back, things are going to happen. You're going to solidify your defensive uh, kind of team defensive core and having another really good NHL center who obviously is good defensively Mm -hmm. um, can also score, and he got the winner tonight in the shootout, or he scored in the shootout. Not the winner, but... um, uh, he's he got an assist in his first game back, and it was a pretty nice, beautiful, nice beauty. Like, yeah, great pass. Um, but just having him in the lineup, having him around the guys, and having him be the captain, yeah. right? And not the captain that's in dress clothes, but and the captain that's actually playing and showing you uh, by example, leading by example. So great to have Coach Hare back, and 
Sturm as well. I don't want to say yeah, that's yeah. that's underrated there. Having Sturm solidify once again. Now Grandland is out. <laughs> like you, you take the good with the bad, right? Yeah. Like if you think you'd have all four centers ready to go, and uh, Grandland, who's been probably one of the most consistent Sharks players when he's in the lineup, because this is now his second time, I believe, being injured. Yeah. On the team, um, but you know. Small wins, I guess, in a way, on yeah. the injury department. No, absolutely. And like I said, it's it's good to get a few wins, string a few together. Uh, they're still going to be a very bad team and end up near the bottom of the standings, and we're still going to get that really high draft pick. I'm confident in that, right? But uh, to be able to have those little bits of confidence boosters, uh, such a good thing. And then tonight, uh, got some goal scoring. Um, Zetterland picking up another. Now, you found the stat. He's actually tied for most goals on the team with Tomas Hurdle. Is that correct? Correct. After tonight. Yeah. As of tonight. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, a great season for Zetterland. The other thing about Zetterland that I didn't quite know was that he's he's still RFA. He's only 24. He signed through next season. So he's got another season after this with the Sharks and then will be an RFA because he's only, yeah, 24 years old. Yeah. He's, like, he's going to be around for a while. I, for some reason, I thought Zetterland was not like old, like 30-something, but I thought he was older. Was going to be an, a UFA and not an RFA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, wow, that's uh, I mean, promising. Good to see that it's a guy who's up there in the scoring right now uh, with Tomas Hurdle, of all players, mm-hmm. right? So to be tied with him in terms of goal scoring, and he's a young guy that the Sharks are going to have going forward, uh, hopefully as part of that bigger rebuilding process, not just to kick off the rebuild, but to be a part of them coming up and out of the depths from where they are right now. Right. So, Yeah, and if you remember, he was part of the Timo Meyer trade coming back from New Jersey, yes. and he played, I want to say it was 22 games after the trade coming to San Jose, and he had zero goals. Mm. And everyone's kind of like, oh, this is a bust. He's not going to be good. And everyone in New Jersey, even the fans in New Jersey, are like, you guys are going to like Zetterland. Just wait. He's going to get comfortable. He's going to start scoring. He's going to do good things. Um, and it looked like a busted trade. And now it's kind of looking like the Sharks with Mook Medulin, Zetterland. Who's the other one? The, the, the first. Two the, draft picks, the, yep. right? The first and the second mm-hmm. round. Which it looks like, by the way, it's going to be a second, not yeah. another first. But Well, you never know. Yeah. Playoffs. If they, sure. I'm assuming they're going to make it still. Sure. And you never know. They could pull it all together. I'm not going to write them off completely. But, yeah, it's fine. Second round pick is fine. I don't mind. Um, but, yeah, a lot of those pieces coming back for, for was it two players going back? I can't remember who else in that. i got to relook at that trade. Yeah. But, go ahead. Like, well, anyway. That one's great. Yeah. I, the, I mean, the, again, the main portion of that trade being Timo Meyer. And the other thing with Timo going out, obviously, you don't have to pay a, play, a player that much money when you're going through a rebuild. And I think that uh, getting those assets uh, and not having to pay a player that absorbent amount of money when he's not actually doing too well in New Jersey right now uh, is certainly not a bad thing. And does make the Sharks look like they may have come out on top of that trade after all when a lot of people were saying that we certainly... Uh, didn't do well. You just found the other player that went the other Oh, there was a lot of players. It was a big trade. Oh, okay. So New Jersey got, along with Timo Meyer, uh, Timur... Oh, Abrigamov. Abrigamov. Scott Harrington, Santeri Hitaka. That's right. Zachary Amon, and a fifth-round pick for 2024. I forgot that there were that many players. Wow, jeez. Then in return, we got Mook Medulin Ahoychuk, Mm -hmm. who was playing tonight. Yep. Zetterland, playing tonight. Mm -hmm. Andres Johnson, who's no longer on the team. Uh, the 23 first round draft pick, 24 second round draft pick, and a seventh round draft pick in 24. I forgot about that too. So a lot coming back. But the Sharks did retain half of his salary right. as well. But that's already gone because he's already resigned. That mm-hmm. was only for right. that last part of last season. Right. So um, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of pieces coming back that are still functional with the Sharks, other than Johnson, I think. Everyone else is But he was a salary dump, I believe, anyway. So the the main pieces of that being Mook Madolin, he's in the AHR right now, kind of uh, growing, which is fine. Uh, No problems there, because he's actually crushing it at the AHL level, so that's very promising. And then Zetterland and Ahoychuk, already NHL-caliber players that are playing consistently in the NHL. So I will also say, and thank you, Drew, for pointing this out, that pick, that first-round pick, was Quentin Musty, who is going to be a great, shaping up to be, a great player. He uh, He's playing the OHL right now. I think, we were just talking about this in the Fantasy League, I think he's going to join at the end of the season. When the OHL finishes, he's going to be able to yeah. join, jump on the Sharks. They're probably going to be short some players after trades. Sure. Uh, he's already signed his entry-level deal 
shortly after the draft, I think it was. Um, so he's looking to be a steal, if you even want to call it that, the 16th overall pick, I think it was. Or was it later? I can't even remember I think it was now. a little later, but yeah. Later. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to say his name, but uh, this one quote in here says, Y'all need to apologize to Greer, everyone who talked trash. LOL. Whoa. I didn't talk Not us. To... No, he's just oh, saying in general, okay, okay, all the people okay. who talk trash about the trade. Say. Oh, um, it's Mr. Bandit, of course. Yes. You know, we'll Mr. Call him Bandit. Mr. There you Bandit. Go. That's that's better. There you are. Yeah. Um, and Drew, he's going off in that league in the OHL. He's drafted 26th overall. Thank you, Nick, Nick HBK. He corrected me there. What did he say? Uh, 26th overall. Oh, okay. Yeah. 26. And that's a steal. I knew it was later. Yeah. 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 See, so, yeah, and of um, course, Nick knows this. I love this. That he we got... could possibly be end up, you know, after years down the road, looking back at yeah. this draft class, he could be in that top 10 yeah, yeah, of yeah. guys, and he was picked kind of late in that first round. Uh, we shall see. Uh, back to tonight's game, though. Uh, again, we had uh, Zetterland uh, continuing the goal scoring that he's had uh, so far this season, picking one up. Then Eklund with a nice shot. That was a pretty good snipe there. I like Sturm's. A uh, little backhanded pass to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, Nico Sturm for me. Uh, I, you know, it's it's like you take a look at the guys that Mike Greer wanted to bring in, right? These hardworking guys, and it seems like more and more I'm gravitating towards these guys that are just those hard workers. And I love Eklund's goal, and I'm very excited for Eklund's future. And I like the guy. Don't get me wrong, but the guys that I really like on this team are the guys that are those hard workers, like mm-hmm. like Nico Sturm, like Mario Ferraro, who unfortunately tonight jacked up that ankle, uh, tried to skate on it uh, again between the uh, second and third periods, and was just like, nope, and went back to the uh, the locker Dressing, room. We'll yeah. talk a little bit about that probably in a second here. But um, seeing Nico Sturm drawing defenders to him and then floating that puck over to Eklund and then charging the net. Again, it's this hardworking mentality that I just love. Yeah. And then the other goal here was... Uh, Justin Bailey is Justin, mm-hmm. right? Because I keep getting yep. messed up between Justin and Josh. And Josh was, was an Islander, <laughs> yes. I think is what it was. Yes. Anyway, still so is, he is? Okay, okay. Yeah. So, so, so Justin Bailey picks up the third goal. And again, this is one of those guys that fits that mold. Mm-hmm. And they are slowly becoming my favorite players on the team. The, the Mario Ferraros, the Nico Sturms, the Justin Baileys, the guys that may not score the most goals on the team but are certainly going to put the effort out there night in, night out, and that's what I'm looking for. And it's just really awesome to see a guy like Bailey get rewarded with the goal tonight. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, almost good. the game winner too. Almost. Yeah. yeah. If they didn't give up that, what was it? It was a power play goal, right? Yeah. At the end. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the, the the Kings end up tying it up three to three. We go into overtime, and who do they put out as the first shift in overtime? Couture. Couture, beautiful, love that. Eklund with Eklund and Grand Admiral Thrun. Yes, sir, my it? boy. We don't have it, my boy. I'm so happy for the guy, dude. I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, this is there. There's Logan right there. <laughs> Logan's happy. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm feeling like Logan right there. I think when Just when I happy. see when I see Thrun <laughs> out on the ice with the first unit uh, in the uh, in the overtime, so uh, I was just very happy. Uh, and then, of course, in the in the shootout, uh, who else scores? But uh, not just uh, Zetterlin, but Couture. Couture, Couture yeah. on the first go, yeah. puts puck in the net. I'm sure LA fans were very happy to see that one. <laughs> Suckers. Uh, and then, um, so Zetterlin scores. <laughs> To, to ice it, the, the Kings can't score enough to, to win. And what happens, this is the part that I was talking to at the very beginning, Riddick obliterates his stick on yeah. the goalpost. They cut away from it, but you see him winding up, just just go ready to crack that thing. He's and on a very short list of goalies that have lost to the San Jose Sharks <laughs> in this season. <laughs> and that's probably why he's really upset. Yes. He's been on a streak, too. He's been playing really well for L.A. Um, I don't think tonight he had a great game. I mean, that Justin Bailey goal to tie it, I yeah. think he should have done better on that. Sure. Um, granted, it was a breakaway, and he went five-hole, but he, yep. he should probably close the five-hole up. But um, that's probably why he was partially upset. Obviously not getting the win. Um, and getting beat in the shootout. He didn't make one save. No. It's two for two for Whereas the Sharks. Kakinen made two saves. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see why he was upset and broke that <laughs> stick. That poor stick. Poor stick. So, uh, yes, uh, there are times, like I said, there are times where we can be very happy for a Sharks win. Very happy for a Sharks win, even though it means we get a couple of points and it might push us up in the standings, which it didn't. I'm sure we're still rock bottom. 
but um, you know, every once in a while, getting that confidence booster and getting that uh, that good feeling from the fans. Couple comments here. Uh, Drew, uh, were a lot were a lot of scouts of the game tonight, probably to watch Ferraro. Wouldn't be surprised. Didn't get I, to not see just as much. Ferraro. Oh, I think everybody. We referenced Ferraro, and there was uh, something good about him stepping uh, back on the ice. If you wanted to. Oh, you don't. Okay, never mind. So there was something good about him stepping back out on the ice. It meant that whatever the injury oh, is, oh. he <laughs> what? What are you talking about? He, he felt that he might be ready to go uh, for the rest of the game. So if it was broken, uh, he certainly wouldn't have even tried. So hopefully, this is a sign that the injury isn't that bad. Uh, hopefully, Ferraro comes right back into the game. I think they had a stat on him. He hasn't missed a game all year, and I know he's been hurt. So um, hurt in a game and then comes back uh, for the next one. Now the Sharks do play the Rangers tomorrow, so I don't know if he's going to be feeling better in so a day. The only two Sharks that have not missed the game, Mario Ferraro and, any guesses? It's not Hurdle, is it? No. no. He missed one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do not know. Fabian? No. Babyface really? Zetterlund see, has not missed a game. See, you call him Babyface. I think <laughs> we're going to reference that later on, and I'll, I'll have a different word for our, our name for him. But Another one uh, from Robot Robot Bay. Robot Bay. Um, <laughs> we need more Ryan Close, an entire team of Ryan Close. That is actually who uh, we were just talking about him. I'm blanking on his name now. What, the, Bailey? No, the draft pick that we just got. Oh, Musty. Musty. Musty kind of reminds me of Ryan Close. Like, fast. He's a better skater than Ryan Close. He wasn't a great... Klo was not a great skater, but that type of power forward just kind of beast mode and does all the right things. That that's kind of who reminds me. See, of. you can't you can't say that though. You can't say he's a better skater than Ryan Klo because we, we might want Ryan Klo on the show at some point here. And then that's not offensive. It's, it's not like it's not like I made that up. You said he was a better skater than Ryan Klo. Ryan Klo was not a good skater. <laughs> you can't follow it up with that, Ryan. It's just him, buddy. It's just the bald head. I thought you were a great skater. Phenomenal in your own right. He was a good enough skater. Okay? <laughs> Obviously good enough to play in the NHL. There's nothing wrong with that. He's not McDavid out there. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Um, all right. Are we done with tonight's game then? Done with tonight's game. Let's done with on. tonight's game. Okay. Let's uh, let's talk about the game that uh, kicked off the week, though. Sure. This was against uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, and they were not with Connor Bedard. No, Connor right? Bedard uh, broke fractured. his jaw. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to be out for I think it was four to six weeks kind of timeline. Um, in fact, he was who was it? Um, the captain had to go out and talk to him. Somebody had to go talk to him, and tell him to stop skating because he was still trying to skate in condition. And they're like, "You need to rest, mm. buddy," because he just had surgery on his jaw and yeah. things. You know, could make it worse. So. Um, yeah, he's he's one of those guys that uh, it's really sad. I want I wanted to watch him. I wanted to watch that game and, and see not the hype, not necessarily that that's not the right word, but to watch the next great generational talents coming into yeah. the league. Um, you just got to respect it. Same with McDavid. Same with Crosby, Ovechkin, all those guys. Like you want to watch the best being the best, even if it's against your team. Um, it only helps the sports. Uh, he's. The NHL is very lucky that Bedard went to Chicago, an original <laughs> six team. I'm a little bitter about it. I don't think there was fixing or anything. I know a lot of people are like conspiracy theories and putting their tinfoil hats on. I don't think that's true. We'll find out next. Uh, I, next. Draft. I think it was. I think it was more of the <laughs> NHL just sweating it out and going, "Oh, thank God! Yeah. Oh, thank God! It's an original six. That that's more like what likely would happen. So, um, anyway, yeah, they go into this game and it was kind of the battle of the bottom, yeah. if you will. I mean, at that point, Chicago was only four points ahead, I believe, of the Sharks in the standings. Um, and uh, I got to look back at the notes here because it was already almost a week ago. Uh, they got on the scoreboard first. They scored about halfway through the first period, and then Carpenter tied it in the third period, uh, five minutes in. So, kind of a boring game. But you had said with uh, with this game that it, well, the first goal actually went off of Ferraro's skate. Now, yeah. did was that a shot that ricocheted in, or did he just kick the thing in? Um, I think it just went off of his skate like a not. It wasn't a shot. Okay. I think it was just coming across the crease and just went in. So kind of turned. Technically, they never shot it, <laughs> but I mean, they're gonna get the credit for the yeah, goal because that's yeah. how it works in hockey. But um, so not a goal in regulation. Yeah, but the Sharks <laughs> score a goal, then they go to overtime, then they go to a shootout. 
Right. And Chicago wins in the shootout. So they never they they come away with this a two to one win without scoring a goal. <laughs> Isn't that weird? It's kinda weird. That, that's the NHL for you. <laughs> it's the weirdness of the NHL with the loser point and shootout. I think it's just silly it needs to go. Even in the Sharks won yeah. tonight. I yeah. still think it's silly. But yeah, I mean so in this one at least, like the, it sounds like okay, the there was just the one goal, the one true goal by the Sharks here, and really the majority of the action happened in the shootout because it went to nine rounds. It did. It was crazy. I, I was watching this and I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Of, of course, the two bottom teams <laughs> just can't, can't they score. They just keep going. <laughs> they, yeah. This game is just going to last forever. It's ridiculous. <coughs> but yeah. All right. Well, they, the Sharks pick up a point in this one. You had said that they picked up points uh, in their last three. So can you guess what's going to happen in the next game? Sharks against the Ducks. Sharks win five to three. And who comes back in this game? Logan Couture. Oh, there you His go. first game back. And he got the assist to Mark Edward Vlasic in this one. Beautiful pass, by the way. And it was Vlasic's. Oh, it was the second goal. Second, he scored. Okay. Uh, he scored last week. His first goal of the season. How how happy were the two of them when they <laughs> celebrated on the boards there? Yes. Like, I, oh my God. I think Vlasic, Vlasic. Yeah. He was like ecstatic, but it wasn't even like. I, it, so there, you take it two ways. One, oh my God, I finally scored my second goal of the season. Probably not it. It was that Couture on his game, on his return, makes such a beautiful pass, gets a point, not only assi- gets the assist, but gets an assist on defensive defenseman who now has two <laughs> goals on the season, Mark Edward Vlasic. If you can make Vlasic better, you can make anybody better. This is what Captain Couture brings to the team, and this is what you had been talking about when he returns. You're going to see an uptick. Classic two goals in a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen often, right? Um, yeah, it, it was funny. I'm sure Vlasic was like, oh, finally someone my age that I'm celebrating with after scoring a goal because <laughs> he's one of the oldest, if not the oldest, actually, on the team. Um, yeah, but Vlasic scores, and then it kind of goes back and forth a little bit. Kyle Burroughs also gets his first of the season. So now... I was looking at the list of the Sharks. Mm. There are only three players that have not scored a goal this season. Okay. One of them is out for the season. Your boy. Benning. Matt Benning. Yeah. One of them, El Capitan, however, two games in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The other one is Scott Sabarin, who's only gotten three games in. There you go. Everybody else has gotten a goal. So anybody with uh, more than, what, three games played and who's not out for the season? Right? Yeah. Because, I mean, everybody else has got a goal. Yeah, well, so, yeah. And yeah. the captain who's only got two games in. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's anybody with yeah. less than, right? So, yeah, good good for them. I like that. It's a, it's a nice stat when everybody on the team is able to contribute at some point, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, everybody at least get picking up a goal. Good stuff. I like that. So in this game, five goals. Now, it's interesting. We said uh, Vlasic obviously scored one unorthodox. Uh, Burroughs put one in. Not exactly the most offensively minded defenseman you can think of on the team. Uh, and then, uh, who's the other one that picks one up? Jan Ruta. Yeah. So Sorry, that was the other one. I who, needs, yeah. who needs Eric Carlson? Three defensemen scoring in this game. Not exactly offensive minded defenseman. But hey, who needs it? Just pound the puck from the net, apparently, or from, from the blue line, apparently. Well, not in Vlasic's case, but just, I mean, these guys just throw in the puck at the net and it goes in. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, good things happen when yeah. you put it towards the net. I just thought it was strange. Three yes, defensively minded absolutely. defensemen put pucks in the net in this game. Yes. That's Goofy. not normal, especially this season yeah. when nobody's scoring goals. <laughs> I guess it does make sense. Nobody else is scoring the goal, so they got to step so, up and yeah, score some goals. Why not us? Yeah, yeah there sure. you go. Uh, well, we referenced uh, Fabian... Uh, Zetterlin, you called him Babyface Zetterlin. Yes. Yeah, you look at him. He looks like a baby. It's, a, it's like a cute little cherub baby. <laughs> <laughs> His face is so red. Yeah. So, you just want to pinch those cheeks. <laughs> you're just like, oh, he's so cute. And to me, it looks like 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 Disney presents Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. His face <laughs> is so red. Like, why? What is it about? I don't understand. Like, is, is it's it, flush. His skin it's is very so... flush. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, people from England usually like it's get, they get really red, like you know what I mean. Yeah. But they, we're, I don't even need, like he's Swedish, right? Yeah. Why so red? I've never seen anybody else get this red. It's just one of those people that just get red. Holy smokes! Anyway, anyway, yeah, we call him Babyface if you want. He's just he's a giant tomato. Uh, he looks like a porcelain. I, doll. I like him. Yeah, he. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. He's great. Just very red. <laughs> 
That's my. That's so my you're knock. gonna call him tomato. That's face? my knock. What yeah, gonna... tomato face. Yeah, that's yeah, my knock on it. Doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Not as really. Baby face. Baby face. All right. Oh, there you go. So Fabian <laughs> Baby Zetterland. <laughs> Fabs. I like Fabs. Fabs. That's pretty Fabs. good. Let's do that. All right. Good. Um, yeah. So then that was the Ducks win, and then of course uh, tonight's win against the uh, LA Kings. I don't care what you say. Shootout. <laughs> what shootout win? That's what it is. So yeah, five points uh, in the last three games here. And now all of a sudden the Sharks are two points behind Chicago in the standings. Hmm. See, this is what I didn't want. This is what this, I don't want. This is what I was saying the last maybe two weeks now, mm. that I don't think the Sharks are going to be in the basement by the end of the season. I think Chicago and Anaheim are getting worse. And Ottawa and Columbus. They're getting worse. They're getting worse. And the Sharks are getting better because Couture's coming back. Everyone's coming back from injury. Until the trade deadline. To be fair. That's what's going to change. To be fair. Chicago lost Bedard, right? Only for four weeks. He's not out for the season. I understand that, but they're going to get worse when you don't have the next generational talent in your life. That's what I'm saying. Right? Chicago is getting worse. Sure. Anaheim is getting worse somehow. Uh, Columbus is also a team that's just getting worse. Somehow. They have the talent. I mean, they have some injuries, but not like... It's not like Chicago. Chicago has been devastated sure, by injuries. Sure. Even the Sharks have been. Yes. Anaheim, not so much. They just suck for some reason. It's weird. <laughs> they can't put it together. They have so many great players, and they can't... I don't, I'm not expecting them to make playoffs. Right. But I'm not expecting them to be 30th yeah. right now. Yeah. So, anyway... Uh, the Sharks are so close in the standings now with all of them, and I think they're just going to kind of leapfrog each other between now and the end of the season. I really hope not. I really I, hope we hold our position. And I, I agree. Know that it, I'm not saying I want them yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I, And I know that just because you're at the absolute bottom, that you have the highest percentage chance, you still have a very weak chance uh, compared to the sum of the rest of the league, right? But I would rather have that highest possible chance because uh, even second, and the, the sum of the rest of the league is way higher than than them too, right? So I would rather have that highest chance, that best ability to get that guy that you want, whoever it is. Maybe they don't even want Macklin. Maybe they want Iserman. Who knows, right? <laughs> Who wouldn't want Macklin? Well, but I mean, any team that gets the first overall is going to want him. I, I I would agree with you. I'm just saying, and, and Nick HBK, you, he he knows a fair amount here too. Uh, Iserman seems like he's the guy that's, that's he's a sniper. He put the puck in the net too. So I don't know. I don't know. I I think that this could go either way. Remember what was it, Shane Wright that year? Shane yeah, Wright was supposed to be number one. He ended up going way down the line. He was supposed to be number one early in the season, and then things changed, and obviously things changed because sure. he went fourth overall. Um, CJ wants to know if you fellas think we got another. We have another eleven game losing streak in us. Oh, oh yeah. I do. <laughs> Wait till the trade deadline. Yeah. Once once the Sharks lose three or four of their NHL caliber forwards, maybe even some defensemen. Yeah. It's gonna or a goalie. Kakinen might be gone. That's gonna be a free fall. So I don't know about an eleven game losing streak, but I think some chunks will be gone. I think especially if there's any sort of injury uh, to the Sharks. If Hurdle goes down or something like that, or Couture kind of has a bit of a relapse with his issue, and we, we read a little bit about his issue. I don't really want to go into it, but, man, that sucked. Yeah. That sucked. Uh, I'm glad to see that he's back because there was a point during his rehab where he was contemplating whether or not he'd be able to play. Yep. Anymore. Yep. Not this season. Anymore. Yep. So very happy to see the captain uh, back on the ice and um, hope that he stays there. But if any of these guys that we're relying on have some sort of injury during the season, yeah, I don't think an 11-game losing streak is out of the question by any stretch. They've got two. You know? Um, So, yeah, I think we definitely have it in us. Now, the other side of this coin, though, and it's something that, you said uh, could potentially happen was the three-game win streak. Cookies, and then, of course... Cookies. No, no, not just cookies. Before <laughs> we even said anything about cookies, you were talking about, I wouldn't be surprised for the Sharks to go on a three-game win streak at some at point, some point right. during the season. Tomorrow could be that point in the season. If they beat New York, that's a three-game win streak. We already had a three-game point streak coming out of tonight. Uh, we pick up one win tomorrow... Uh, and, and we'll be right there. So there's cookies on the screen. I didn't know we had cookies. Oh, That's look at new. That. That, oh. Look at he's, he's over here going like, yeah. <laughs> he's so proud of himself. I love it. It's going to be the thing for this whole season. <laughs> <laughs> cookies. 
cookies. cookies. Man, if if we lose tomorrow, man, we just have to start. <laughs> we have to start all over. Are you again. kidding? If we win tomorrow, how many cookies are gonna be thrown at us? Like everyone's gonna be talking about cookies. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> And we'll leave from Chicago, and it'll be our fault because we wanted cookies. Thanks, Debbie. I like cookies. Appreciate you, Debbie. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, I think we're done talking about the uh, the games at least, unless there was something else you wanted to, to touch on, or if there was a comment somewhere uh, to to bring up something before we move on. Uh, just a couple people saying, "Yeah, I don't get Anaheim. They got a lot of talent." Another one. Uh, Robot Bay. I think the Ducks don't have long-term culture, guys. All their big dogs have been gone for too long, and Zegris, etc. Our young guns probably suffering from bad habits that are now festering, which is something I think the Sharks really, Greer especially, did not want to happen. Uh, For one, he's been protecting those younger guys, keeping them longer in the AHL than they probably needed to, but also protecting them from being in a losing culture and creating a winning culture at the AHL of AHL level that can mm-hmm. be carried into the NHL level. Um, that's why you're probably not going to see. We haven't seen um, much of a couple of those guys down there blanking on their names now in the AHL. Yeah, like Mook Madulin, for instance, right. or like uh, Gavanka, uh, the other the other yes. defender. Maybe depending on uh, the injury here that we yeah. have with with uh, Ferraro, we might see one of them get called up. Maybe. I think Kalen Addison is ready to go. Okay, though. then that makes sense. Yeah. He'll, he'll yeah. come back. But they're they're going to need somebody to lean on for heavy minutes here. It's probably going to be Ruta and Vlasic and maybe Burroughs. Um, they've at least... Burroughs... I like Burroughs. I think he is on a good team, a 6th, 7th defenseman, but he plays the right way, plays tough, hard minutes, eats up a lot of the shorthand stuff. Does a lot of the dirty work that I don't think a lot of other defensemen do. He gives a, a more chippiness and more brute strength, yeah. I think, than anyone else does. He yeah. hits the hardest, definitely, out of He's, all the defensemen. He brings that level of grit and yeah. uh, and, and power, if you will, uh, on the blue line there. He missed a hit today on whoever it was. And he, <laughs> it's funny because you see it, and he lines them up, and he goes to hit, and he just misses them because the guy saw it and shook a little bit. And then as soon as that that missed hit was done, the dude that almost got hit turned around and went like went after him like trying to you know, drill me or whatever. So he was yeah. not very happy about it. But yeah, if he connected on that one, it would have been a very big hit. And it's funny though that you say that they're going to rely on Vlasic, Burroughs, and Ruta. It's funny that you said those three names specifically because again, <laughs> those are the guys in the Ducks win that scored goals. Yeah, defensive defenseman. Uh, why not give them more minutes, especially if they're going to pick up some goals here and there? They're also just happen to be the three oldest defensemen on the Sharks roster. <laughs> Uh, Vlasic is 36, Ruta is 33, and Burroughs is 28. Everyone else, Thrun is 22, yeah, yeah, yeah. Addison is 23, Ahoy Truck 23. These guys are young. Yeah, Even Ferraro is only 25. Yeah. That's not that old. He's been playing for a while, so you kind of forget he's still pretty young. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's. We'll see what happens down the line, I guess. Yeah. But other guys on, on the AHL roster, uh, names that um, we're thinking might come up. Yeah, Gushin. Gushin's one that yeah. always intrigues me because he's had a couple NHL games mm-hmm. and he's put up points in those NHL games. So it's like, why don't they put him up? They're protecting him because he's a goal scorer mm-hmm. and they want him to hone in on his craft and get bigger and better minutes down at the AHL level. Dominate that level first because yeah. there's no reason to bring him up there's no reason for the Sharks to score any goals this season. They don't want them to. So they're going to keep them down low and uh, get better and better and have create, hopefully, a winning culture down at the yeah. Barracuda level. Uh, one guy I was hoping to hear more from is Bordalo. Yeah. I, to me, I don't know if he's going to make it. I don't know. I, he's, uh, he's a guy that's in your top six, and I don't think he's good enough right now to be in the top six. Yeah, He's useless Use is not the right word. He's not utilized correctly in the right. bottom six. Right. That's not his game, and that's not who he's going to be. He would have to completely change his game to be a penalty killer. Kinda. Maybe a third-line scoring center, right? If you had guys on the third line who you're relying on to try to put the puck in the net, and he could be that guy that goes out with them. Would you take him over Sturm on your third-line center? Absolutely not. There you go. Absolutely that's yeah. why is he still at the yeah. HL level. Yeah. That is why. He needs to cha- either change his game or get better at what his game is, yeah. and I don't know if that's going to happen either yeah. way. So he's kind of a tweener where he's stuck between too good for the AHL and not good enough for the NHL. 
could be a solid asset to move for a team that is willing to take a chance on a guy that maybe just needs a change of scenery, right? Correct. I like him. I like I his too. game, but he's also a little undersized, and when you're undersized to get and stay at the NHL level, you need to be extra yeah. special, and he's not there. And, you know, at the same time, maybe it doesn't matter for him. Maybe for the Sharks having him as an AHL player isn't a bad thing. You need guys to fill out your AHL roster and for them to be successful. And then when you get other prospects that come in, guys that they can play with that are going to help boost their game before they make the jump to the show, right? And it's not like the Sharks are going to have uh, any lack of prospect talent coming into the NHL, right? That's mm-hmm. the whole point of this rebuild is to get draft picks and prospects so that they can grow in the AHL, play in the NHL, and then that team becomes better. Just because Bordelow may not be a part of that group that comes over to the NHL, over to the Sharks, doesn't mean he's not useful in the AHL for whatever purpose he, he serves there, on top of being a guy that helps the younger guys around him also get better. So really, there's not a problem with keeping him there. I don't know that he'll be happy knowing that he's going to be stuck there, and he may want to move to a different team for an opportunity to play uh, in the NHL, but... Uh, for the Sharks, from their perspective, having him there, not not that big of a deal, I think. His his contract is interesting, too, because it's up after this season. He, then he's a 10-2-C, not an RFA. He hasn't acquired, he hasn't played enough professional seasons required for Group 2 RFA status, so they're ineligible for an offer sheet. I'm not quite sure what all of that means, it's but a, it's a different than an RFA uh, Henry Thren is another one that's also the same exact situation. Yeah, so they, so another team just can't make an offer sheet on him is really all that's saying. Yeah. Yeah, so what I don't think anybody so would offer sheet him anyway. rights no matter what. Yeah, I don't think yeah. anyone's offer sheeting Bordelow anyway. Maybe Thrun. Yeah, yeah, maybe Thrun. But they, they can't, as you just pointed out, right? right? So there you go. Right. Anyway, uh, that was fun. <laughs> so um, let's talk a little bit about um, one of the things that happened on socials here. It was <laughs> this week. Yeah. It was it was something that happened this week. Yeah, and and everybody kind of got the uh, try to get the inside scoop on this one. They had the the leaks on. You didn't get it this time. What's that? Oh no 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 no. Let's clarify that right <laughs> now. Let's clarify that right now. In fact, bring me to this camera right here. Okay, thank you. You are so good at that. I don't know if crazy. anyone knows what I'm talking about. Okay, so the Sharks had a. Uh, the, the the New last Jerseys. Season? It was the New Jerseys. It was last season, right? Or two seasons ago. Now. I think it was two seasons. Okay. They had the New Jerseys that came out, okay? And they were placed on a rack in a very popular hockey store. You don't have to say the name here, but it was on the rack, okay? They weren't supposed to be there. I am not a jersey head. I said, I mean, we're not sneaker heads, right? Jersey. I'm not one of those guys that is like waiting for the next jersey. I just walked in, saw it there, and was like, oh, it's the new jersey. It must be out now because it's on the floor. So I took a picture of it, put it up on socials, and apparently that was not supposed to be shown because they were not supposed to put that on the floor. Despite the fact that some other people who I'm not going to name actually had already purchased those jerseys because they were on the floor shame, and were shame, taking them shame. home. Hey, no, there's no shame here, buddy. There's no shame on this side of the table. I'm, and there's none over there either. Maybe on that side of the camera, there might be a little bit of shame. But regardless, uh, so that's what clowns, clowns. He's, that's for you guys. Uh, so so anyway, uh, I, I took the picture, put it on socials, and apparently that was, that was a no-no, which I didn't know because it was on the floor, even though they hadn't released the jerseys yet. So this time around, no. There's no inside scoop. I'm not trying to get any inside scoop. Somebody else figured out this whole thing with the leak on these jerseys. Uh, and so we'll go ahead and do the roll call question and put out to you while we talk about it. And therefore, we can check what you guys say uh, after the fact here. Now, these are new jerseys. This is the third jersey. The new alternate jersey that they are taking uh, place of the former blackout jersey. Is that what it's called? Uh, uh, stealth. Stealth jersey, stealth thank jerseys, you. Yeah. So the stealth jersey was the all black jersey. Ooh. This, so this is what we're looking at right now. The pictures that the Sharks released on Twitter, um, and they show the shoulder patch, and they're just kind of teasing it a little bit here. So it's a real up close of the shoulder patch, and then up close of hurdles forty eight on the stitching on the side of the arm. Um, yeah, and then uh, what? So the, so we'll 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 ask the roll call question: Is oh, where sorry. are you guys watching from? 
And what are your thoughts on the Sharks' new alternate jersey images? Because we don't know what the jersey actually looks like. We just see some this, images. So, as Super Producer Jason, you want to throw those back up as we uh, talk about them a little bit. But so the shoulder the, uh, patch uh, says Northern California. This is a new shoulder patch. I don't think yes. I've ever had this before. And it has the shark fin over the state of California. Um, and it's a nice, cool crest. I like that. I would even like that as the main crest in the middle of a jersey. And can I just say how gorgeous that image is, by the way? That is a high-quality, high-definition picture. Yes, high-resolution. Ooh, baby. It looks really good. <laughs> At least on the TV that we're watching. I don't know. If you guys are watching on your phone, I'm sure you can see even <laughs> less detail than we are, but it's pretty cool. Um, and then do we have some more pictures there, or no? It's oh, just the it. other one with the 48 on it there. So, yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, there's the stitching of the numbers. Which looks like a slightly different font than normal. It just looks different to me. I don't know. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. Um, but there we go. So there is another leak online. And it looked like somebody leaked it from maybe the factory or something. I don't know. It looked funky. But yeah, this I've not seen. So go ahead. Um, the main crest is the fin. Oh. It's not... The Sharks logo. The shoulder patch fin from years ago that you like so much. Not the original one. Okay. It's the newer version of it. Okay. That was on, I think it was on the Stealth jersey. That was on the shoulder patch. Okay. That Stealth fin logo, um, I think that is blown up, and that's the main logo, which I'm happy for because it's finally, I think it might even be one of the first Sharks jersey. It doesn't have the Shark logo, the normal Shark logo on it because they've only used that ever. Right? I'm trying to think of another where they would. I, I don't think they have any other ones where it's not the shark. The only other different one they use is the one that has the tail on it sticking out. Yeah, the. the oh God, they call it the screaming shark? Yeah. I thought they, they called it the jumping shark, but apparently it's called the screaming shark. Oh, the stadium series? Uh, the stadium series is a little different too, but I think it still had the shark's logo on it. I didn't thought it? it did too. Maybe I not. Remember. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I have not bought a jersey since 2001. Grandizer, how come? Why, why, why not? I would love to know why. Uh, Peter St. John from Fresno, I like the shoulder patch. Nice logo. Uh, without more to see, it looks fine. Yeah, it still had it. It was just the teal, white, black stripe with the Sharks logo. Got that it. was the stadium series. Oh, the uh, the other one that just says Sharks across the front. That's the one I was thinking of. The, when did they do where that? Where it's like the Seals jersey. It was like oh, a, yeah. that was last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was like third. That was yeah. yeah I forgot about that one. Um, yeah. Okay. Any other uh, comments? Here we go. Is that Pavs next to the Stanley Cup? Can we change that before the next show? <laughs> hey, man. It is actually. Can I tell you something? Uh, so we uh, we had a little bit of a, a debate, and obviously I lost. Um, so yeah, <laughs> uh, hey, the set. I like the set. I think it looks so nice, and I feel like putting bobbles on it maybe junks it up a little bit, but. Uh, Aaron didn't think so. So now, Super Digitation, if you come uh, to me on the camera here, you can now see on both sides of me the baubles. If you go back to middle, you miss out on these guys a little bit, sort of behind me. On Aaron's side, you miss out a little. But if you go to Aaron, you can see on both That's sides no of way. him the ball. Oh, there's oh, the there ugliest go. bobble I have ever seen, <laughs> as I already said before. So uh, this shelf was designed to have stuff on it. To hold things, yes. So I'm, I, 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 you know what? Maybe put that in the comments as well. Do you like having stuff uh, on the little uh, shelving units, things that we, we are, have here. We have a lot more stuff, too. So if we do, we'll just fill the whole Way shelf. Way more stuff. With and more actually, bobbles and more stuff. Um, I also have at the top there is the Fantasy Hockey Trophy uh, for the league. And Graham Montgomery, who was on our show. Props. <laughs> there's just a lot of stuff back here. You have no <laughs> idea. Thank God this desk is so tall because there's just junk all over this ground. It's a pile there's, back here. Yeah. There's the all-star helmet, there goalie go. helmet that we <laughs> featured years ago. Um, all kinds of stuff. All kind, More bobbles, more jerseys, more stuff. Just lots of stuff. <laughs> Anything that we get just ends up here behind the desk. Cookies. We'll have a shelf for the cookies right here. So, uh, yeah, a drawer. There's a, we have a toaster as well. Is there a kitchen sink back there? That's a joke. I'm sorry. It's a dad thing. Anyway, uh, okay. So uh, I think we, we're done with uh, the, the jersey thing, and hopefully we're done with this toaster. Is the toaster supposed to be here? 
Anyway, yeah, so I, I don't know if there's any comments. Uh, Aaron, Superdudes, Jason, did anybody have any comments about whether or not they like having the baubles on the shelves? I know somebody wants Pavs away from the cup, but he's no longer part of the Sharks anyway, so what does it matter? Let him touch it. <laughs> what? I'm just reading the comments, okay. sorry. Are there any good ones there? Uh, the old there's a script here. across the chest. Uh, okay. They're talking about the, what their favorite jerseys okay. were. Yeah. So stadium jersey what we asked had the for. patch. Oh, the stadium jersey had the patch. I think he's talking about the shoulder patch. That was Nick. <laughs> of course, Nick correcting <laughs> a, me. A the, portal to sharkness behind that desk. <laughs> yes, it it's is. true. <laughs> um, uh, will you get one of the Blue Line Sharks alumni jerseys? I think I, there's an alumni game coming up, I think. Oh. That's what they're talking about. I probably will not, no. Well, Maybe. We can ask. We can ask. It might be auctioned. Oh, if it's an auction, then no, we won't get one. Uh, (laughs) Devereaux is saying, I think it gives the impression about Pavelski that we're supporting Pavs getting a Stanley Cup before the Sharks. Not before the Sharks, just at some point. I don't mind. The Sharks aren't going to win this year. Would you like to see either Burns or Pavelski? You know what? You know what? There you go. There you go. <laughs> you put it on. Put his yeah. arm for those on the it. podcast. Yeah, I just moved the cup closer to the Pavelski. Can you bounce it on his head? Like I don't he's think holding I can. Like yeah, I can go like this. That's there you go. All right. <laughs> Poor podcast people. Like what is going on? Yeah. Stuff behind the desk. Really I don't know what's going on. Speaking of, yeah. if you're watching us on Spotify, you can actually see the video on Spotify now. So if you'd like mm. to uh, do that, you can watch us as well on Spotify. Not that you want say to say Spotify again. This Push face. it. Spotify. Push it, Aaron. Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we done with the uh, Jersey talk then? Uh, yeah, what's the other big news we got here? Do we have other big news? Oh, yes, yeah. we do have other big news. And do we have... There's one of them right there. Right next to Bernsey, Jumbo, Joe Thornton. Now there's a special thing happening with Jumbo Joe. Next season, the Sharks will be retiring number 19, putting it up in the rafters. Uh, right next to number twelve, I, I presume. It's you know it's funny. It's number two and number one going up overall pick there oh, yeah. from that draft. So very cool, very well deserved Absolutely. by Joe Thornton. Uh, will not want to miss this game. It's funny he has his own branding now. I don't know if you saw that. Yes, he's now selling a bunch of gear. You can find it in the Shark Store um, for. Is it called Jumbo? I think it's called Jumbo. Probably called Jumbo. Yeah. Um, but I have a feeling they were trying to work those kinks out before they announced his retirement. <laughs> Getting all those ducks lined up and then uh, selling the merch to celebrate his uh, retirement. He's got a nice bearded logo. Yeah. Of Jumbo. It's got the skunk stripe on yeah, the which, beard logo. Which means too. he'll never shave that thing. It's just, I think it's. I think it needs to go. I think it's gross. Really? Yeah, I just, I don't, I'm not a it's fan. It's thing, man. I don't mind a beard, but the beard that goes all the way down to there is it's, just... But it's it's like his signature, right, is the beard with the stripe. It's like asking you to grow hair. Like, you, it's this is your signature. That hurts. Right? No, that's... That's two hair jokes in one show. Turtle wax, buddy. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yes, uh, the number uh, going up in rafters. Kind of interesting that the... Uh, the only the main banners going up at clowns. The main banners going up are uh, jersey retirements, but we've got no no cups uh, so far. You know, and, a lot of teams when they're on their losing seasons do nostalgia. <laughs> sure. To bring fans in, yeah, because they yeah. have to. I mean, the Niners have been doing 49er faithful for years until they are finally good again. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of teams do that just to celebrate something, right? Not losses and trying to get first overall picks because that's boring. Well, I, I just don't like the uh, inference, if you will, that uh, the only reason he's getting his number retired is because they're bad this season. No, you know no, I mean? not that. It's more of um, what else are they going to do? It's not why they're doing it. It's just it's <laughs> I didn't good, make it any better. You didn't make good, a better case for it. Dude. It's good timing, I guess, <laughs> okay. if you will. I mean, it was going to happen. Even yeah, if yeah, the Sharks yeah, were yeah. winning, it was going to happen. Yeah, but. Yeah. It's it's big news on our show. Absolutely, <laughs> along with this week that Jumbo's retiring and or not retiring, they're retiring his number. Yeah. So yeah, another another number in the rafters. I well, wish I was a stand the cup man. So but. and you're not going to want to miss this game, but do we know the date of? We don't know when exactly, right? No, we they haven't know, announced it. We just know that. Yeah, exactly. they just announced it as next season. Yeah. No, okay. no game scheduled yet. I wonder if it will be like um, a Florida game. 
Yeah, or, I was going to say either Florida or Boston, you would yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe Boston, actually. Yeah. I mean, that's where most games drafted from. Yeah. yeah. That would make more sense. Maybe they got to get Boston on board with it because it's a whole thing before a game. So. Yeah. Um, I don't think the other team has a choice. It's our pregame show. You just waiting to, to get out, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. That would actually get some good eyeballs on that pregame watching the ceremony because you get all, he's got a lot of fans still yeah. in Boston. Yeah, for sure. They would like to see that. That'd be cool. All right. Well, uh, moving on from Jumbo here. I'm going to move this off the thing because I'm going to just leave it there. Whatever. I just don't, I don't know. I don't want front to row seat. I like they the, got a front the, row seat. I like this. It was beautiful. Oh, the set was. But whatever. Ridiculous. Do your thing. Upcoming, yeah. So you need to bounce it out anyway. They're going to the back row. It's yeah. not nice. It's not nice. Put a cup next to him. Put a cup retired. next to him. Here, his number gets Here. retired, and you throw him in the back of there. the bus. Put it on both of their heads. There you go. Jeez, uh, it's about to break. It's gonna fall over. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right, good. Uh, upcoming games, Aaron. We've got what? How many? Two, three. Uh, technically two tomorrow okay. night because we did a show tonight. So. It was going to be three games. <laughs> okay, so tomorrow night, uh, so yeah, Tuesday against uh, New York Rangers. Mm-hmm. Now this is at uh, this is at home though. This is a uh, scheduled loss, if you will. Okay, on a back to back, and they oh. have to travel and come into San Jose. No cookies. <laughs> no cookies. We'll see. Is this still a scheduled loss that they're playing at home though? I know it's a back to back against a much better team. They're traveling. Yeah, but they're That's coming the point. home. Their point is that they're traveling. They're so, traveling and then back to back. Doesn't matter if they're home. Okay, that's, uh, I see. I don't know the rules of the uh, scheduled loss. Apparently, then so that and did the New York Rangers play tonight? I don't know. Did I don't they? know either. I was, oh. I was hoping you knew. I have no idea. Not gonna work here anymore. Not gonna work here anymore. I, this last time I checked, it was the fin factor, not the a factor. A. <laughs> that was offensive, and I'm sorry, and I apologize for anybody who's from New York or lives in New York or is watching from New York currently. Or is Italian. I don't. <laughs> Hey, I'm Italian. It's okay then, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did not play tonight. All right. So you're thinking that's uh, an easy zero points for the Sharks. For me, <laughs> good start on getting ourselves back beneath Chicago. Bad start if you're looking for cookies. Yes. So the Rangers were in Anaheim on Sunday. So Don't breathe. The they played on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Devereaux. Well done. <laughs> Devereaux, I have a chair for you here, but there's a portal to the Sharks fandom back here, as somebody else had pointed out. You're just going to fall into it. Uh, you know you've been sitting here before, buddy. So anyway. All right. So uh, you think we're, we're, we're talking about a loss for tomorrow? I'm going to say a win because I want Woo! some cookies. A win. Okay. Here's a question win. for for you and for the rest of you guys watching here. Um, do you think that if they don't get the win tomorrow, that they will still get a three-game win streak at some point in the season? Yes. You just want cookies. <laughs> okay, take cookies off the table for a second here and answer the question just, do you I think, still think they it'll win? I still think it'll happen. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. You don't. It's not that I don't. Okay, I do. I think that they it's could. It's not what you want. It's not it's what I what want. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> See? We're both biased. Right. We want cookies. I don't want them to win. So there you go. Uh, I missed that there were cookies on this. There's the cookies again right there. There you go. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely thinking, as, as you call it, a scheduled loss. I'm definitely thinking uh, in the same vein there. I don't think the Sharks come out of this one alive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was it too harsh? Do you remember the last time they played in New York? I do not. There was in. They were in the middle of their first ten game loss streak, losing, <laughs> losing streak. streak, and they went into New York and they took the Rangers to the very last minute of the game. And I think the Rangers, the Rangers won, but it was it was like a it was one of the first games that the Sharks played everything well. It was just that the Rangers were better, like talent. Okay. The talent beat them. It wasn't their hard work getting them in trouble. That makes sense? Gotcha. So the Sharks played really well in that game. Did everything they could. Blackwood had an amazing game. I think I believe it was Blackwood in that one. Um, they ended up losing, but then they went into the Islanders and they beat the Islanders, I believe. If I remember. I can't remember. Who'd you know, uh, Nick will correct Buffalo? you. Give Nick about 30 this, seconds. I want to say this was in November. It was like the, the turning point of their season where they started to win a couple games. Okay. It was like their first couple wins, and it was like, oh, man, they're finally putting it together. The Rangers was the Kickstarter to that game. So I'm hopeful, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to be playing Jonathan Quick in this game and not Shesterkin, their number one goalie. 
lot of teams like to throw their backup goalies against yeah. the Sharks. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jonathan Quick have has a long history playing against the uh, San Jose Sharks. It makes sense. Granted, not all of those Sharks players are there anymore. It's only a small handful from when uh, the Sharks and Kings uh, were, were a big rivalry and Quick uh, backstopped that team uh, several times against the Sharks in the playoffs. So uh, there's only a handful of those guys. He doesn't really know what to look for on a lot of the other ones. I'm sure they'll do their scouting reports and everything else. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it would still make sense for them to play uh, Jonathan Quick, give uh, Shesterkin a bit of a rest there for a team that's not last in the NHL. So uh, certainly could see uh, Quick in that there. And hopefully the Sharks do a good job capitalizing on that if you're looking for cookies. Uh, If not, however... Um, yeah, certainly wouldn't mind this one going the way that we think it's going to go. Get back to being beneath Chicago and create some separation. That's what I would like to see. Sure. <laughs> Thank you for your expert analysis. <laughs> Moving right along, the Sharks play the Buffalo Sabres Saturday at 1 p.m. at home. There are a ton of notes for this game. Aaron, you are about to explain why. <laughs> Uh, 1 p.m. game, it is the Pride game. They just announced today all the stuff that they're doing, too, which is a lot. The Sharks. Um, But for the Pride game, let's see. The game starts at 1 o'clock, and me and Super Producer Jason are going to be there. I'm going to be bringing my son there. Um, From 11 to 12.30 p.m. These notes are kind of wrong. Uh, At the AC Hotel in downtown, there's a no-host bar, and there's a restaurant. There's going to be a pregame drag show, a DJ, special guests. You can park at San Pedro Square and walk to the hotel, and then from there walk to SAP. That's the same. So the hotel is the one that's on Santa Clara Street, on the way to from San Pedro, on the way to SAP Center. It's on the other side of 87, right there. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and the theme night is a reversible Sharks Pride bucket hat. So one side's got the rainbow, I guess, tie-dye almost? hat and then the other side's the sharks um like it says artist design coming soon i guess they haven't released it yet <laughs> i think so, that's just how it looks i think it just yeah, has a white that circle would be, that would actually be pretty <laughs> funny um we are going to be staying after the game so we bought our tickets through sv pride and we get to go this is the shot from last year uh, we get to go on the ice and hold up the flags and take a big group picture out on the ice which would be pretty cool and it's almost sold out i haven't looked actually i don't know if they are sold out do you know there's a very little, very limited quantity of tickets left. They range from $33 to $73. $33 will get you up top in $224, $225. Super Producer Jason's in $225. I believe I'm $222. Um, and then the $73 ticket will get you down low in the $126 section. A portion of each ticket purchased through this link will benefit the Silicon Valley Pride. It's sjsharks.com slash svpride sjsharks. I typed that in. It was a lot, but it worked, and it took me there. Um, so, yeah, I will be there, and Super Deuce Jason will be there. You will not be there. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to be there. I've got so much stuff going on with yeah. the kids and with hockey and stuff, and even getting to the show here tonight, I was happy that there was a game, <laughs> and I was even happier that it went to overtime uh, because we just had so much stuff going on with the, with the kids with hockey and whatnot, so... Uh, yeah, it, the struggle is real, so. Very real. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so, oh, there's there's one uh, last thing that we wanted to do. Um, somebody in the uh, Fantasy Hockey League, which I'm not a part of, uh, Aaron is, and he brought it to my attention. You still should so be part of. I, <laughs> maybe I'll just, uh, there's a spot where I can just chat with you guys, or do I have to be in the league to do that? I will make you a co-manager with me. Don't touch my lineup. Oh. And you can join in on the chat. I'm trading everyone. <laughs> drop, drop, drop. <laughs> anyway, on a serious note, one of the GMs in this league, uh, Kiki, is going through some serious stuff. So I just want to say our thoughts and prayers are with you and with Tyler, your husband, who's also in the league. Uh, you guys got a lot going on. So um, we are here for you. So good luck and with your recovery. And I'm sure that all the folks that are also in the fantasy league are there for you as well. If you guys uh, need any help with anything, I'm sure reach out to uh, to the, at least those folks. Uh, we're a pretty solid community here, I would think. And if there's something that anybody can do uh, to help in any way, um, I'm sure that they'd be more than happy to do that. So there you go. Perfect. 
Okay. Um, were there any other solid comments? I feel like we kind of, did we blow through this show? It was only like an hour and 40 minutes? I mean. <laughs> 20 minutes. 20? An hour 20, 20 really? Show. It's an hour 20. No, it's just, just 20, 20 minutes. Just 20, just 20 minutes. minutes. All right. Man, they go fast. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. Time flies when you're having fun. I'm having a blast. Uh, any, any any good comments to the last last second ones to pull out here? Or something? Uh, nothing worthy. No, nope. yeah. really. Sorry. No, they're talking about uh, who else you would. What other jerseys would you retire? Nabokov, oh, Owen Nolan, yeah, some of those guys. Oh man, yeah, I, 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 not Nolan. I don't think I would do Nolan. Um, Nolan didn't play long enough. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, but I would say Nabokov for me. If there's another guy who's next in line, it's probably Nabokov. Now, do I retire his jersey? That I don't know. But if if you force me to pick one, I'm thinking it's got to be him. I don't. I can't think of anybody else who it would be. If you had to retire another jersey, yes. I think it would be Nabok- yeah, Nabokov. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think there would be anyone else. Um, even Jeff Friesen, who's another stalwart early on, just didn't play enough yeah that's just a nostalgia pick there though right yeah. so i think nabokov uh certainly did enough to to backstop the sharks to several uh good playoff runs and uh i think he's he's holds sharks records as well so um if if again assuming we had to pick one uh at this point it would probably be um john scott not, not john scott it would probably be nabokov john scott Devereux saying rafi torres <laughs> get out of here <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about him. Hey, yo, I did like him, though. I know a lot of people didn't like him. I liked him in a Sharks uniform. I, I looked him up today. Um, I got to look back at his stats. How many games in the regular season did Rafi Torres play in two years with the Sharks? Any ideas? Well, he, it couldn't have been two years because one year he had 42 no. game suspension or 41 game suspension. He had two seasons with the Sharks. Yeah, two seasons. Yeah. Two seasons. Um, he was a, wasn't he acquired in a trade, so it couldn't have been much in the first season either. So I'm going to guess 30, no, 25 games. He played in 16 games over two seasons. Dang it. That's close. One, I think he got hurt. Another one, he got the suspension. Yeah. And the suspension came in the preseason. In the preseason. Yeah. Ah, the last preseason that's right. game. That's right. Um, and then he played another 12 games in the playoffs. Peter St. John says he might retire Pavelski. When he retires. I like that pick. Don't get me wrong. I just think that Nabokov maybe is a little bit more uh, deserving. I think so. Yeah. He did a lot. He was the first legit goalie that the Sharks drafted. Didn't trade, didn't whatever. They they produced yeah. Nabokov. And I think that goes a long way. Especially he played for a decade with the Sharks goalie. Number one goalie. You know what, Peter St. John? I, I mean, I might have to rethink that one too. I don't know. I mean, Pavelski, he's... Been with the Sharks, you know, since since day one up until the point where he uh, went to to Dallas, and and for for uh, you know Marlowe it was no different. He was with the Sharks day one, and then he bounced around a little bit too. So I'd have to take a look at Pavelski's numbers and whatnot, and and kind of get a better feel for it. But uh, you might be onto something there. I mean, here you go, the leading points overall ever. Okay, the Sharks, Marlowe, yep. Thornton, yep, Pavelski's next. Really, seven sixty one. Couture at 701. But in the list of Sharks goaltenders, um, where does Nabokov rank when when you're looking at, you know, whatever stats you look at? Like goals against played. average. Goal, yeah, exactly. Games played, saves percentage. Nabokov leads. Martin Jones is the second place guy to give you some reference point. So Nabokov 563, Martin Jones at second at 327, right behind him, Anti Niemi. Okay, two ninety six. So, so I, I definitely don't put Martin Jones in the rafters. So and then if Urbe after that, like that's there's not there's, many, yeah, not yeah, many goalies yeah, yeah, that yeah. have been around for that long. Yeah. So, yeah, I I would say Nabokov, but at the same time, I would say Nabokov if he won a cup. Yeah, I would say Pavelski if they won a cup. But I mean, okay, but Marlowe and Thornton, neither one of them won either. So the difference between retiring a jersey and getting a statue is winning a cup. <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> Not to be mean, just yeah, it's true. They put a Dustin Brown statue in front of the LA Kings. Form. I'm like, come on, Dustin Brown? That's who you pick for a statue? Good lord. Oh, this must have been the season where they weren't doing too well, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> and we've come full circle. And then they drafted Quentin Byfield. There you go. Who was a stud. Yep. 
Very good. Okay. Well, I think we certainly ran out of things to talk about. <laughs> We're talking about the king's statues. You asked. Jeez, yeah, you asked. True. I didn't ask about the king's statues. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for, for tuning in and for staying as long as you did, if you did stay this long. Retire <laughs> Noah Gregor. Uh, the Sharks already did that. They're done. Oh. Thank you. What? Nothing. Oh, okay. Go on. Just, was there a comment or was no. it me saying that? No. No. Just nothing. Okay, good. All right. Well, uh, once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for your comments, making this a lot of fun. We were thinking about doing a recorded show uh, because it was so late and just releasing it on, on Tuesday. <laughs> we would have been glad. home by now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't, actually, because, again, this, for me, is, is a lot more fun. So appreciate you guys uh, being a part of the show. If you'd like to support the show, please feel free to do that with the Super Chat function. You can also do that with Venmo, at the Fin Factor. Anything you put in the comment there, we'll go ahead and read out live on the show. And if you do it after the fact, not a problem. We will get that in the next show instead. Uh, we'll probably lead with that comment. So you could be the very first comment of the show. <gasps> Awesome stuff. Anyway, if you'd also like to support the show, but you want to get something back in return, you can do that by going to thefinfactor.com. Go to the support the show link. Check out any of the swag that we have there. Uh, shirts, hats, hoodies. We're out of fanny packs. Water bottles. Stickers for your toaster, Aaron. Stickers for your toaster. And your the other water bottle. That Even if you don't buy our water bottle, you can put a sticker. There it is. Thank you so much. On cue, just 10 seconds late. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and check that out. And uh, you can pick up any of that stuff. Make yourself look uh, almost as cool as we do. <laughs> and uh, Devereaux knows what it's like because he got to wear the hat. So there you go. <laughs> That's his hat. Felt special. Oh, yeah. oh it's his now. Yeah. There you go. Well, All right. had it before. Very good. Yeah. Oh, he bought one before. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Devereaux, for supporting the show, uh, both with your, your pocket uh, as well <laughs> as with your presence uh, on the show. Do appreciate you, buddy. And for anybody else who wants to look like Devereaux, pick up one of those hats and uh, hopefully we get cookies because apparently that's what we're here for is getting cookies there you are Can't okay <laughs> this whole desk is going to be covered in cookies if <laughs> no, we win I don't think Debbie is going to make four dozen cookies for you to shower on the desk here ten dozen cookies ten dozen cookies it's going to rain cookies in here good lord for Sir Producer Jason, I'm Paul. I'm Aaron. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Next week, apparently, with cookies raining from the heavens. Thank you guys for tuning in. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this episode, check out our other content, especially interviews. You can interact with us directly through social media at The Fin Factor and on Instagram at Fin Factor. And don't forget to join our live streams on YouTube. Visit our website at thefinfactor.com, where you'll find all of our episodes as videos or podcasts. You'll also find our exclusive merchandise to help support our show.